Welcome to Mindful Talk, brief conversations about mindfulness in the workplace and at home. I am your host, Lauren Wessinger. And I'm your host, Misty Anderson. And this podcast is brought to you by The Mindful Project. The Mindful Project helps you elevate the culture of your business by bringing mindfulness practice to you and your staff through in-person and virtual learning. Contact us through our website, themindfulproject.co, for more information. Welcome to episode 28, Mindful Friendships. Hi, Misty. Hello, Lauren. What a sweet topic for today. Ah, friendships. I miss hugging people and loving on them and taking girls trips. Oh my gosh. So yeah, friendships is just a great topic. And I think we've all had to like really face the fact that if you want to be friends with someone, you got to try, right? Because we've all had to pivot and you can't just hang out anymore. So I'm excited about this topic because I think that everyone, um, can take a good look at their friendships and do some good evaluation about just how they're, how that person is in your life, where that person fits. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. I would say, you know, I always try to talk with my kids about gifts of the pandemic because we can sit around all day and talk about how much it sucked. Right. But I think it's healing to, to think about, okay, fine. That was really hard. It still is, but what are some of the, the positives that came out of that pretty drastic change in lifestyle? And I asked my son this a couple of weeks ago, and he said he's 14 and he's in eighth grade. And it's a very, you know, social, strong social coming of age, um, age. And he said, one of the biggest gifts was that I got so close to my friends And I was like, whoa, I did not expect him to say that. And he said, yeah, he said, because we're either at school or we're playing sports and we have a couple minutes here and there to chat. He said, what we're doing now is, is playing video games together for like, and I'm embarrassed to even say this, but I'm saying it for like eight hours at a time, (laughs) you know, they get on their headphones and they get on Twitch so they can play virtually together. And they talk about they just laugh their butts off. Mm. First of all, they talk about sports. I've heard them kind of talk about girls and they just talk for hours. But what an awesome gift of the pandemic that, that his friendship strengthened actually because of the way that kids communicate today and because of technology. So it's funny you say that story. We obviously don't live near any of our family. And so cousins are kind of the only like natural friends my kids are, you know, have at this point. And so we, during the pandemic started allowing the girls, like there's this Facebook messenger kids Mm -hmm. and they have like silly filters on it and they can play games. So it started out, they would talk to their cousins via that. And same thing, I would hear them laughing and playing those silly games then they actually moved over to regular FaceTime. And on Sunday, my daughter with her other cousin, who's the same age in Mississippi, they played Legos, they read books, they played charades. I just heard them laughing. And I was like, gosh, it's kind of like the visual 
hiding in the closet with the phone cord when we were growing up, you know, and it's such a good, I'm just really proud of the initiative to kind of pivot and make it work. And this is how my cousin's friendship is going to be. And I can't even imagine when the two girls get together, like how great it will feel. Cause I feel the same way, like even about you, like I've just been looking at you through a computer for this long. And so to be able to see you, you're, it's almost like pen pals that bond is stronger, just like Carson said. Yes, I totally agree. I mean, even, you know, we wouldn't have done this podcast if it wasn't for the pandemic and seeing you most weeks, pretty much once a week we're together. I mean, our friendship has definitely strengthened and, you know, before we record, so our listeners know, we usually get on and hash things out or check in and how are you? And sometimes we're not so good, you know, sometimes we're doing really well, but it's, it's been a real um, gift for me. So it's encouraged me to, um, really evaluate my friendships and where I pour my time and energy in, because, you know, just like we we've talked about relationships on here before with your significant other or whoever you live with, but your friendships are different because they don't live in your home and you really have to make an effort like a real effort. And so I'm sure a lot of people who have a lot on their plate realize at some point that funnels down and you kind of got to focus on the real relationships that bring value to your life. Mm -hmm. And I've, it made me sad because I used to have just boatloads of friends and not to say they're not my friends, because if you're out there and you're listening and I love you and have connected with you, obviously you're still my friend, but I'm talking about those relationships that, you know, my core people and the people that I want to make sure know that I love them and I support them and how can I support them? And that's not easy to do with like 10 people, you know, not it's, it takes a lot of time. Yeah. It takes a lot of time. And, and, you know, depending on the season you're in, in life, it's like, you have a house, a career you're trying to build. You have two young kids who still need a lot of attention, a husband. And it's really easy for the friendships to take the back seat. But I think we both know that as we get older, I've seen it so much in my own family and just, you know, people I know, the seat kind of switches, like your kids move out of the house. Um, you know, maybe one of you retires, one of you doesn't, but the friendships actually become more important, I think, as we get older. I agree. I think they deepen and you grow with people. And like my friends are, you know, and their kids, I feel like that bond to their kids because they're my friends and that continues to grow. You take trips together, you know, you communicate on FaceTime all the time, that sort of thing. I think it's important too to remember that if people, you know, give you a hard time about, I never talked to you or you're always busy. Um, you know, I just, I personally have a really difficult time with super needy friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to say that I don't love some of them, but it's difficult for me. Yeah. So I have to make sure that I'm very just upfront. Like right now I'm swimming in mom mode and mm-hmm. I'm trying to build my business and, my bandwidth is just little bitty. You are important to me and I care about you greatly, but just know that if I'm slow to respond or, you know, and I think that just personal, 
Yeah, it's not personal. And I think it has to be said, or if not, they're just like, oh, I sent them a text and called them and no response. Right. And I think it's really easy to get caught up in that. So I have made an effort if there are people like that, that are really important to me, but I notice that I just don't have the time to do all of the things I want to do. I have to make sure and get that out there. Mm -hmm. No, like there's a reason. And it's a season, just like you said, give me a few years, let the girls, you know, be doing their thing. And then I'm sure I'm going to be like, hello. Um, you know, mommy wants to do all of these things alone. So I think friendships, like you said, the seasons impacts that as well. And I think on the, on the other side of that friendship is the friend who you don't have a ton of time for right now. Hopefully that friend can see you with compassion and the stage you're in and be there, be there when it's time, when, when you can, you know, and, and you know, this, it's like, if something really dire were to happen, of course, all of that goes out the window and you're there if you need to be there, like big life changing circumstances. Right. But but I think the understanding hopefully goes both ways, you know? So I've been, I've definitely been on that end of being a little bit unavailable and getting a lot of pressure and the pressure just makes me want to pull further away because it's overwhelming, you yeah. know? And so I, I really like your tactic of being really clear about it. Cause my default is to just like hide away, <laughs> but that really isn't going to solve anything. So I think just being like, hey, I love you so much. I have been so busy. I'm sorry I haven't had a chance to connect. Um, I'll call you as soon as I can. I mean, it's yeah. so simple. It's a very simple thing. And it you would do the same thing for your significant other mm-hmm. or your mom, you know, and it's just a letting people know where you're yeah. at and that you can be on the same page because yeah. we all, every, it's your friend, they may even live next door to you and you may be that physically close, but your worlds may be completely different. Right. You know, like right. you and I are, our worlds are completely different. Yeah, You have older kids. I have little kids. And so when you're available is not usually when I'm available. Right. So I think it's just learning that flex in your friendships Absolutely. and I think as everyone gets older, obviously it gets a little better because you all kind of start to go through that same boat and you're like, oh, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why we can't hang out all the time or we can't do this. So, yeah, I really think that it's important to, when I think about friendships, um, I really want to make sure that those people, and I, I don't mean this in a like I'm going to get rid of you if you don't, but the people that are close to me, they have a lot of the same true values I do. That doesn't necessarily mean they agree politically or they even share the same religious beliefs or anything, but their values are very, very in line with that of my families. And I think that evaluation, not like I'm weeding people out, not to sound like that, but those people that are actively engaged in my life Friendship is one of their core values. And that is one of my core values. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the middle of nowhere in Texas. And so all I ever wanted to do was to get out and to go big. So when I left home at 18, yes, I came back and visited, but I was pretty gone. And so West Texas is in the middle of nowhere. It's not easy to get to all the time. So I left my family behind. And so what I found looking back is I created this family along the way. Texas, Florida, California, New Jersey, and it's these people are everywhere. Um, 
But many of them that I've become very close with truly share the same values as me. And one of them is friendship. Mm -hmm. And um, I think if you find a friend that you recognize that in, that's probably someone you're going to be friends with for a really long time because they're on the same page as you. Yeah, it definitely has to be a two-way street. You know, like if you if you are kind of interested in somebody or like flirting with a new friend, you know, <laughs> I like to call it. And they're just not that into either you or friendship in general. I mean, it's not going to work. You know, <sighs> it's uh, it takes two to tango and it takes effort to be friends. I mean, it's not, you know, you want friendships that are effortless. I think that to me is actually is one of my core values, effortless friendships. I love that. that doesn't mean you don't put effort into the friendship, right? right? Yes. Like being yourself and not being pressurized and someone just completely supporting you while you also kind of tend to the friendship and nurture it. Right. So on that, let's talk about new friendships because I'm not going to lie. It freaks me out a little. Like <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. I, I'm at a point in my life. I'm 40. And I feel like, okay, I've done the funneling process and the screening process and all these, but that's so narrow-minded and I, and I don't want to be that way. Some of it's pandemic related, like stay in your bubble kind of attitude, but you know, I'm up here in New Jersey and I, now I'm free to finally go out into the world and I'm like, oh gosh, I have to make new friends. And it's really like flirting. I used to yeah. talk to Eric about this, my husband, and actually some of my older girlfriends, if there's been new friends along the way, I'm like, you guys, I, I got her phone number. <laughs> I texted her or I said hi to her the other day and asked how she was doing. Like, it's totally yes. like flirting with somebody that you're interested in. I mean, it's the same process. Lady you know? dating. Lady dating. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you, you do, you kind of court each other until you're like kind of walking circles around each other. Like, are we going to do this? Are we going to, are we going to connect? And, um, you know, it's, it's like, it's like dating. And because you've been married for a while, maybe you're a little bit rusty about yeah. dating. <laughs> terribly rusty. And the pandemic plus being terribly rusty, plus having a little bit of like social anxiety in that right. way. Um, people think that I'm automatically like an extrovert because of the way, yeah. I am, but I'm actually pretty introvert and I like being alone. So social crowds, like I'm not a huge fan uh, this was before. I'm not a huge fan of like big concerts and giant venue arenas mm -hmm. and things like that. They make me a little nervous. So post pandemic, hello. So now I'm like, oh, I'm going to go make friends. And what I find interesting, and I'm sure you agree, is initially it starts with kind of sometimes as an adult with through your kids. And so then it's like, okay, my kid's really good friends with this person. Do I like this person? And I've been lucky here so far everybody's been wonderful that my kid has been friends mm -hmm. with. So that's great. But like, I dread the day when I have to like, it's not somebody I really dig. I know. And I know people are up against that all the time. You know, like your daughters or your sons are really good friends, but you're like, I'm not really, I don't really yeah. jive with the mom and I don't have anything in common and they want to hang out all the time. It makes it yeah. really hard. Yeah. It's, it's not as hard as it sounds. I think your kids are, getting closer to the age, especially your older daughter, where you don't have to be there for play dates and stuff. And, you know, if you don't jive with the parent, you just sort of fade away. There's no need for a conversation. You know what I mean? You just sort yeah. of fade into the background. Got it. Make sure everybody's safe and then back away. Totally back up the truck. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back in an hour. Is that cool? You know? Yeah. 
Well, and I don't want to discourage people from making friends. I'm just saying I <laughs> am sure other people out there experience that anxiety yeah. because I it's something I feel weird admitting it. It's weird thing to be anxious about, but I've just always made friends really, really easy. Um, and now I feel like I've been put this this barrier, the yeah. pandemic, and and also living somewhere new because even though we've lived here a year and a half, we came and then the pandemic started. So it's like we didn't really have an opportunity to meet a ton of people. So because of that, I feel like I'm a little stunted and rusty, like you said. Like, oh my gosh, do I have to go out and lady date now? Well, you know, one of the positives is that you actually get to be really discerning now. You know, like before the pandemic, we just sort of were around all these people, whether or not we wanted to be almost, you know what I mean? Like socializing was, was kind of this one big blob and whether it's like school people or work people or friends or yoga community. And now I've really taken a big perspective on how much time I was spending doing things I actually didn't really want to do and how much quieter my life has become in a good way and how much more in touch with my kids I am because I'm not extending my energy toward relationships that that are just surface. And it's okay that relationships are surface. We're not supposed to be deep with everybody. But I think sometimes when we're not mindful about how we're extending ourselves, we extend ourselves all over the place in small ways that really add up to, to really big energy losses. And um, I don't know, I think it's an, an opportunity where you're at. Oh, I hope so. I'm a little nervous talking about it, mm-hmm. yeah, but I'm excited too, because it has been really lonely up here. Yeah. Um, not having like friends to connect with. And I have a couple of friends, but you know, they were new. And so it's not like people you can just put all your stuff on, you know, like Mm -hmm. all the drama that happens. It's more of a polite, you know, here's some things that are going on. How's the kids kind of thing. Um, so I'm really, I am excited about, you know, making a really, cause like I said, everywhere I've lived, I've made at least one really great friend, like someone that I just (laughs) still keep in touch with. And that's a really great friend. So I'm excited to like, open the doors a little bit and have friendship, you know, up here. Maybe your homework from this episode is to get clear on, on one or two people who you'd actually like to court for friendship and like identify who they are. Be like, I kind of dig that girl. I think yeah. I want to have a coffee with her or take a walk. You know, walking outside is always good because you don't have to face each other and you can get your blood pumping and like, it's just a different energy. What a great okay. suggestion. That's a, it's a little job. less intimate, you know? Well, and I love walking. That's, right. And you're right. There's You're not like staring at each other. That's a great suggestion. Mm-hmm. I think I would tell people as some good homework, um, I try to remember to do this every week. I have five people that don't live in my home that are not related to me in any way that I make sure that I connect with and tell them that I love them and I check in no matter what. And sometimes that's all the communication that we get for the week. And it may be just, I love you back. And I know them and I know what they're swimming in and I know their waters, but then I always make sure that I'm like, when can we connect? When can we get live? And I think everyone needs, it's really easy, especially now to go into your bubble. And it's really easy to just communicate with the people at home. And then maybe your family, like people you're related to. And some of those may be friends and that's great, but I'm talking about people that know and love you 
that aren't blood related and that you need to foster that relationship. Because sometimes what happens is you can do a lot of dumping on someone and it's a lot of your stuff and you know that they're your friend and you don't realize maybe that you're beating them down. And so just that simple act of taking a step back once a week and just putting it out there like, hey, I miss you. I'm thinking of you. Um, how are things going? When can we get, when can we connect? It always just keeps that ball rolling and I have to stay on top of it or else I do fall prey myself to that black hole of, gosh, when's the last time I talked to her? And then I'm like, that's terrible. Like she's important to me and I want to know what's going on in her life. And it doesn't have to be long conversations. You know, it's just a simple check-in. I'm out there. Here I am. (laughs) You know, it's like, do I need to send the SOS flag? No, you're good. Okay. And that's really, I think that's the simplicity, like you said, of easy friendships. I think one of the things about connecting with your old friends like that and long-term friends is that there's this expectation that you have to get on the phone and talk about every detail that's happened since you talked last month. And then you're waiting till you have an hour to chat and then you never have an hour to chat. So you just don't chat. And my husband actually introduced me to this idea. He does this with one of his oldest friends. They get on the phone. He lives in Houston and we live in, in Fort Worth and they get on the phone and they actually try to not rehash everything that's happened in the last month or six weeks or eight weeks, they talk about what's going on right in that moment. What happened to you today? What's going on with your boys? What's going on with the, with the, with the kids this week? And so they don't have this expectation of this long, drawn out, detailed, kind of exhausting sometimes conversation. They don't, they don't do that. If there's something really big, they'll share it, but they, they act like they just talked yesterday. And they have found such success. And for men, that's a big deal in staying in touch via phone because it's not, there's no big, heavy expectation of catching up on a year. That makes me, that is mindful friendship right right there. That's mindful friendship. And in men, like you said, yes, I'm so proud of them Mm -hmm. because um, I know, I know a lot of men, my husband included, and he's military. So his friends are everywhere. Oh yeah so difficult for them. And he's always like, Misty, how do you keep in touch with your friends? And I'm like, you have to simplify it. It's got to be simple. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, like you said, I'm not committing to an hour conversation. This is a drop-in or a quick hello about what's going on right now. I really love that. That's a good, that's something really good for everyone to try. And I think sometimes when we think we need to catch up on every detail with long distance friends, we're actually not accepting that we're long distance. I mean, I'm sure, you know, nothing's black and white. I'm sure there are friendships out there where they get on the phone and talk for hours and it works for them. And that's great. Yeah. But if you're in the other camp where you're sort of having a hard time connecting with long distance friends, I think it's like trying to fit a square peg into a round hole, acting like your long distance friend is your in-person friend that you see all the time in your own city. And so maybe reframing what that relationship is and kind of seeing it with fresh eyes that, okay, this is a little bit different than it used to be than when we were in college and we were living together and we knew everything about each other. As we get older, it's just not maybe like that all the time with all relationships anymore. Ah, oh, so true. Time zones, man. I have been a victim of time zones. Oh, time zones. I, my best, one of my best friends lives on the West coast and I live on the East coast. Mm. And for the whole like first six months that I lived here, it plagued us. We could just never. And then finally we just said, call when you can. Yeah. If I can hit answer, I will. 
Right. And if I don't, I don't. And it never, nothing bothers us. And then randomly she, I'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm in the car. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm in the car. And we have our little conversation just yeah. like your husband does. And then we get off. And I had to do the reframing just like you said. I had to say, she loves me. She's just like my sister. This is just where we're at. She's on the West Coast and I'm on the East Coast. And it's not going to be that day to day. We know every single detail about each other. Like I used to get really hurt when she'd be like, oh, I went to dinner with so-and-so. And I'm like, I don't know so-and-so. Right. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, Misty, that's silly. She has her own life on a different coast and we can't do everything together. She couldn't go to dinner with me. And so I think that, like you said, that's great framework. And taking a step back. So if you're if you're struggling with any friendships right now, or you just feel overwhelmed, I know I talk to a lot of friends that just feel overwhelmed by managing their friendships. If that's you, I really like your suggestion from your husband, and I really like taking a step back and really look funneling it and looking where you're going to actively put your you know engagement into. I'd like to close with revisiting your homework idea, Misty. I okay. really like it. Of of whether it's two people, three people, five people each week, just as though you would reach out to networking contacts for work, make it that important because it is, and it can easily slide to the bottom of the list, but who are the people you're going to make sure to reach out to every week, either text, phone call, email, even um, social media message is fine. Like whatever, whatever yeah. works for you. And then if there's a friendship that you would like to have, or you actually are hoping to build some friends. Maybe you're, you're really needing to give that part of your life some attention, either because of the pandemic or because of life. Who is your person? Who do you want to try to court? It's just like any goal. You have to put some energy around it or it's not going to happen, right? We can't just yeah. sit there and expect it to come to us. And so who are you courting if, if that resonates with you? It does with me. See guys, sometimes we even have to do the homework <laughs> because I've got to go do the homework because that's what it's all about. You just keep trying. I really enjoyed this, Lauren. Me too. You're such a good friend. You're and such a I good appreciate friend. your friendship. And it's this podcast is a full reflection of an easy friendship because Lauren and I don't talk all the time. I don't know what happens in her day-to-day -day life all the time, but we have a beautiful friendship and we have a great company and a great podcast. And so it's very doable if you want a good friend that's easy. I love that. Connection is connection, however it looks. I love that. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Mindful Talk. We don't take it lightly that you spent your time listening to our podcast, and we are forever grateful. If you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a rating and a review. Welcome to a more mindful way of living and working.